This is the Elias Moreira podcast. Here we discuss classical musicianship, what it means to be a musician, the lifestyle, and how to overcome the daily challenges that every young musician has to face within this highly competitive industry. Enjoy. All right, welcome back to a new episode of the Elias Moreira podcast. I'm happy you tuned in. It's another solo episode, so I will be talking here myself. No guests today. But uh, I think what I'm going to discuss with you here is quite interesting because it's something that I noticed in my life and I think it can be very beneficial also for your life. So yeah, what we're going to talk in this episode is contraction and expansion phases within your life. So what do I mean with that? So everything in your life is always in a in a balance, right? Everything is sometimes you sleep more, sometimes you sleep less, sometimes you eat more, sometimes you eat less. Sometimes you're more productive, sometimes you're more lazy, sometimes you are more happy, sometimes you're more sad. So it's always a dance between these two sides of the same coin. So I want to go into the professional career of uh, of being a musician and what it means to be in expansion phase as a musician and what it means to be in contraction phase, when to be in expansion phase, when to be in contraction phase and so on. But of course, this also applies to um, your personal development, to being a better person. And I will try to give you some examples of my life where I've been in an expansion phase and where I've been in a, a contraction phase. So yeah, without further ado, let's get into this episode. So I'm currently in an expansion phase because I'm just doing a lot of things which normally I wouldn't do, but at this specific time and moment, I'm finishing my university right now. So I'm in master two. I have my end exam as the time of this recording in three days. So within three days, I have uh, my end exam, my th master thesis, basically. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm super stressed, of course. I know there's a lot of things going coming towards me right now. But um, I'm happy, I'm, I'm being productive and I'm practicing a lot. So I would say I'm in an expansion phase right now. Not just because I'm doing this exam, but on top of that, I'm also doing a lot of auditions in different cities around the world, actually. So I did some auditions for Korean National Symphony Orchestra. I did audition. I'm, I'm going to do auditions by the time of this recording tomorrow in Cologne. So I have to take a train tomorrow to go to Cologne to play for the WDR Rundfunk Orchestra. And yeah, do the audition for that. I have auditions in Luxembourg, in uh, in Belgium, and uh, I was also supposed to be in, in the Netherlands, but yeah, I got rejected there, so that's not gonna happen. But you see, there's a lot of things going on right now, and this is where I often see the lack of other musicians progressing towards. So a lot of musicians, they what they do is, you know, they go to their lessons and everything, and I understand if they are in a university, they have to go to their lessons and maybe they have exams if they're not master too. But if you are in the end of your of your masters right now, then I see a lot of musicians just stagnate where they are and just not try out the difficult things. You know, they maybe they want to expand a little bit in, in other areas of study, so they're going to do another master in some other field, okay. Or they're going to, you know, just gig around and get these mini jobs and become a teacher maybe in some, you know, school, in a high school or whatever, like a music academy of, you know, for young kids. If that is what you really want to do, I'm, I'm all for it. Huh? Go ahead. I'm happy. If you're happy, that's all that matters. 
but for me for me that's a future that i couldn't see myself doing so even though i don't feel ready at all to be part of these orchestras i mean i'm a, just a 25 year old student i have no experiences at all and 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 playing a lot of symphonic repertoire or anything like that i mean i played here and there some gigs and i play a, a few symphonies already of course but i'm not ready to be a professional and i think you will never feel ready and that's what everybody probably feels in the university once they finish university they don't feel ready they feel like an imposter they don't feel like that they belong into the working field maybe maybe if you are uh, very confident yourself maybe you feel ready then i'm happy for you but most of us we don't feel really prepared or or any in any stance ready to perform on this such a high level and playing with the berlin philharmonics for example but you know what that's just my ego talking to myself it's just this little voice in your head in my head that says elias you know what you're not ready you're not good enough yet what are you doing practice more practice longer and then maybe in one year maybe in two years or maybe even in three then you're ready And you know what, once this third year arrives, then your ego is going to still be there and going to still say, hey, you know what, just another year, just one more year, and then and then you're ready. And then you're 30 or you're 35 and you're still, you know, in your comfort zone, living your miserable life and not, not having tried anything. So it's really crucial that you be aware of this ego voice in your head And then just do it anyways. Just do it anyways. The ego tells you not to, do, not to do it. And you say, thank you. I appreciate it. But I will do it anyways. And that's what I'm doing now. So I'm going to have all these auditions coming up now. I'm not, I have my exam in three days. I should be preparing for that. Today I had a rehearsal with piano. And the pianist told me, Elias, you're doing a lot of mistakes right now. Are you sure you want to do this audition in uh, in Cologne? You should prepare your end exam. And I thought to myself, uh, actually, she's right. I should not do these auditions. But I said, fuck it. I'll do it anyways. I want to I wanna get out of my comfort zone. If I have to memorize more pieces than usual, then so be it. I will find the way. And somehow it's going to work. I don't know how, but it's going to work. And this kind of mindset of expansion phase is so crucial, not just as a musician. So in my personal life, I've been in multiple phases of expansion and also phases of contraction. So before we go into phases of contraction, let me illustrate some other area of my life where expansion phases were crucial for my development as a musician, but also as a person. And it was dating. I was extremely shy when I was young. I was... When I was young, I mean, I'm still young, but when I was in my early 20s, in my late teens, you know, from 18, 19, 20, 21, I was extremely shy. I was very confused. I was um, overwhelmed with the dating scene. I didn't know how to talk to girls. I was completely lost. And I think a lot of guys that might be listening to this podcast might feel the same. And uh, I know how it feels like because, yeah... Human beings are complicated creatures who have complex uh, brain circuits, who function differently, have different uh, psychological backgrounds. And yeah, but in the end, there are 
some baseline rules of social communication that you can learn if you just you know it's not just something you read in books and watch videos on youtube or whatever no these are things that you learn through experience through putting out your yourself out there in the field getting rejected left and right and awkward putting yourself in awkward situations this is where you actually learn the most and this is what i did back in the in the days so this was an extreme expansion phase of my social life because i had struggles in making friends i had struggles with confidence i was very unconfident i i had a lot of acne on my face which really destroyed my confidence completely and uh yeah and 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 then you know i started to to go out really like expansion phase full on like every weekend friday saturday i was out there until three four five in the morning talking to random people you know and I don't even know why I was doing it. I, was, I just wanted to push myself. And I think a lot of people lack this kind of discipline to push themselves out of their comfort zone. We always want to operate in our comfort zone. And oftentimes we have maybe someone that pushes us outside of the comfort zone, maybe a good friend, a mentor or something. But most of the time we don't have these people. You have to be this mentor yourself. You have to kind of kick your own ass into situations where you're rather like not not like to be in so my journey started there i i went firstly out right and into the nightclubs and stuff and i i pretty early realized that yeah nightclubs are can be fun but they can be also frustrating and confuse uh, yeah very confusing because people are yeah they're just dumb <laughs> in nightclubs and it's okay to be dumb in the nightclubs. That's actually how you can have fun in the club. If you are that person that goes into the nightclub thinking like, oh, I'm more intelligent than everyone here. Look at these people drinking alcohol, smoking cigarettes. Look at me here. I'm drinking my water. Did you know uh, Eckhart Tolle has a book called The Power of Now? If you if you start talking like this to some random girl in the club, she's just gonna, you know, pour your, her drink in your face and just walk away. So you need to let go of that mask of yours where you try to be, you know, socially accepted and just dumb yourself down completely. That's what I did. I was completely the clown in the club. I was just like talking to everyone and trying to, you know, be funny and say ridiculous things, you know. And oftentimes in the club, the people don't even understand what you're saying because it's just so loud music. So I would just say random things like, you know, I have a cat. I would just say this randomly to get myself talking, just to open my mouth and get some words out because we are so stifled in social situations, especially in the beginning. Once we get into a social event, it doesn't matter if it is a club or if it is a friend's house. Yeah, let's say you go into your friend's barbecue, uh, his, his house, and there are a lot of people standing around drinking beers, talking. You feel stifled. You want to talk, but you don't know what to say. And then instead, your brain just starts racing. You know, it starts telling you, are you standing correctly? Are people looking at you? Do you look weird? Or, for example, if you want to start dancing, especially in the beginning, yeah, you move around and you think, oh, maybe I'm dancing wrong. Maybe you know, and yeah, it's just very difficult to get your social barriers out of the way and finally start talking to people. So I would just do that. I would just like randomly say, you know, my name starts with the letter E. And people would be like, what? I don't understand, what are you saying? And I'm like, no, nothing, I was just saying, what's your name? Hi, how are you doing? 
you know, these kind of situations would get me out of my comfort zone. So these were things that I did in the club. But then, of course, I understood that the club is not the only place where you can meet people. Actually, you can meet people anywhere. Wherever you are, you can meet people. It doesn't matter. It can be during the day. It can be during the night. Because I always thought, oh, in order to find a girl, I have to go to the clubs. And I don't really like to go to the clubs. And there's these bars and people are smoking and drinking. I don't really like that. Well, surprise, you can meet a girl anywhere or a boy anywhere if you're a girl listening to this. If you go to the grocery store and you see someone you're attracted to, if you have done these years of going out, talking to people, getting yourself out of the comfort zone, when you see that person then standing in the grocery store looking at the tomatoes, you're not going to think twice. You're just going to approach them and say, hey, excuse me, what's your name? I know it's weird that I'm talking to you because we don't really know each other. No worries. I just wanted to say hi because I thought you look nice. What's up? And if you approach someone like that, yeah, I mean, not everybody is going to react well. So you have to be, you have to calculate that people might, you know, reject you. That's normal. That's, of course, normal. But if the other person is quite normal too, and if you act like this, like as if this would be the most normal thing in the world to do, then the other person is going to reply the same way. Because if they act weird, if they be like creeped out for you just saying hi, which is a completely normal thing to do, then they are the weirdos and not you. Okay? And you have to understand also that everyone that gets approached, they always have this firewall response. Yeah? This kind of like, okay, what the fuck is happening? Who are you? What do you want? Because most of the people that approach people on the street either want to sell them something or are some kind of weirdos who just gonna say, hey, mademoiselle, what's up? How you doing? You know? So you have to make them understand really clear that you come with no bad intentions. You don't want to sell anything. You just want to say hi. And by you just being completely normal and open, by just asking what's their name, if they speak English, and you just say you introduce yourself, that's the most normal thing in the world to do. That's how everyone, before there was cell phones, get to know each other. Yeah, so it's not weird at all. Maybe you think, oh, that's really weird. Nowadays, we just do it over Tinder or Instagram or whatever. No, just put your phone away. I, I tell you, the real world is out there. And if you have the courage to just, you know, take the things into your own hand, get out of the comfort zone, you can make so much things happen. You can expand your social circle in so many ways, so much more easy than if you would do it through Instagram or Facebook or any social media application. So these are the things I did. Yeah, I was full on in expansion mode, talking to people left and right, getting myself in awkward situations. And I think very, very few people in this world actually do this. So you can be in expansion phase in different areas of your life. As I did it in my social life, now I'm doing it in my career. I'm putting myself into these stressful situations, doing these auditions for these fucking big orchestras. It's just, it is scary. It is super scary. I'm not feeling ready at all. But you know what? I just do it anyways. Because it showed me in the past that if I would just get out of my, get out of my comfort zone and do the things that are scary to do, like approaching that cute girl at the grocery store, it could open me so many doors. And it's the same as in your career. If you just have the courage to just do it and not expect anything, you might be surprised of what can happen. And this is what happened to me. I did an audition for the Korean National Symphony Orchestra in Seoul in fucking Korea, which is like, I don't know, 7,000 kilometers away from where I am right now. 
I just spontaneously decided, okay, why not? I'll just do the audition. I send the video and three weeks later, I get an email from them. Hey, you've been accepted. I'll see you then in Korea. Congratulations. And I was just like, oh my God, I wasn't expecting it at all. So I really encourage you to do these things, you know, to seek discomfort, to do things that you don't believe you are worthy of doing. You might be surprised how many things you can actually have if you just take them. <laughs> if you just decide that, okay, I'm good enough for this. All of a sudden you are in a position where that you never dreamed of in being. Or maybe you dreamed of it, but you never really expected to be in that position. So that's what I'm doing now. I'm in this expansion phase. But so let's talk also about the contraction phase because that phase is also so important and a lot of people are stuck in a contraction phase and they are always in this contraction phase and they don't learn how to push, how to go beyond their limits, you know, maybe inscribing themselves in some martial arts or going to the gym. They don't do that. They just stay at home being lazy in a contraction phase in front of their Netflix and texting people on social media. And then they ask themselves, okay, why my life is not so interesting? Well, it's because you're stuck in con uh, in convert uh, contraction phase. Yeah? But there are good ways to be in contraction phase as well. And that's something where I also have been. Yeah, I've been in the bad contraction phase, like lazy and, you know, just watching Netflix all day long and not, you know, getting out of my comfort zone. But I also been in contraction phase after a long period of being in an expansion phase. So after all of these um, uh, events that I did, you know, like applying for auditions and uh, also in the past when I when I did a lot of projects and went out a lot to talk to a lot of people, there were moments where I just wanted to be at home, where I wanted to be, you know, in my bed and eating cereals and, you know, turn on some candles and listen to some music and just be for myself, you know, take time for myself, meditate. You know, there was a phase where I would just go completely monk mode, turn off all my social medias, you know, really log out of them, delete the apps and uh, just meditate for like one, two hours a day sometimes even. I really did that. I did like two hours meditation where I just sit there and I'm just quiet and it's so, you know, painful sometimes because you're sitting in a weird position and for two hours sitting in the same position can be quite uh, painful. But I, I do this and I always want to do that actually. Once once per year, I go completely monk mode, you know, turning off all the distractions and yeah, just take time for myself, going to the park, looking at nature, walking my dog, you know, taking really time when I'm cooking that meal, I really put all my attention towards it. I, I really look at what I'm doing here. I'm cutting the onions, I'm putting them in the pan. I I take that beef and I you know I put salt and pepper on each side and I really really pay attention to what I'm doing here. And um these phases are as important as the productive phases where you're pushing, you know, where all the time you're productive and getting shit done. The same thing here is that you need to counterbalance it with moments of stillness of you know having time for yourself. And sometimes people forget that, especially like workaholics that always have to be on the run, always have to do competitions as a musician, for example. Yeah, you're probably, if you are 
a very good musician, you might be always trying to apply for solo concerts, doing competitions, um, you know, doing auditions, playing with orchestra, doing tours around the world with string quartet, with whatever. You're constantly pushing, learning new pieces, practicing five, six, seven, eight hours per day. And actually it would be good for you to just, you know, slow down. Practice maybe one hour a day. Yeah, I'm not saying you should never practice, like in contraction phases, if you're doing this for one month, that you shouldn't touch your instrument. No, no, I mean, go ahead and practice. But do it consciously, do it slowly. Play some scales, <laughs> play some arpeggios. And uh, yeah, and really take time for yourself. And these contraction phases, they really can nurture you. They can give you a lot of energy for the next expansion phase. Because these contraction and exp expansion phases, they always go up and down, right? They always go hand in hand. You are in an expansion mode, then you go into a contraction phase, then you go in an expansion mode again. And once you are at this contraction phase, you can refuel your energies uh, for the next for the next big uh, expansion phase. So, um, yeah, this is what was quite of a rant. I think the idea is clear. And... Um, so, yeah, if you enjoy this podcast, if you are maybe learning something from here or if you're just finding it entertaining, then I'm happy that you, yeah, leave a comment, yeah, reach out to me, tell me what you think, if you have any suggestions or if you have some friends or someone in your social circle who could also like this podcast, then I'm happy if you share it with your with your people. I really appreciate it and yeah, besides that, I hope you have a great week ahead of you and i'll see you in the next episode until then bye bye <music>